Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. If debit is your go-to card, Discover thinks it's time you get rewarded too. So check out Discover Cashback Debit, a game-changing checking account with cashback on everyday debit card purchases. That's right. Cashback isn't just for credit cards anymore. Whether it's a movie date, flea market find, or midday latte, you can start earning cashback. And did I mention there are no fees, period? Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashback debit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Welcome to Breaking Beauty, the podcast all about the breakthrough people, products, and moments in beauty. We're your hosts, Jill Dunn and Carlene Higgins. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Breaking Beauty Podcast. Hope you're having a great summer so far, as best as you can. Hey, Carlene. Hi, Jill. Today, you guys, we're really excited to bring you another Damn Goods episode. This is where we give our honest reviews and insights on what's really worth the spend out there. Of course, we always focus on the breakthroughs, the breakthrough products, people, and moments that are getting our attention as longtime beauty editors. And that's especially true today. We're going to be talking all about the new indie brands that are indeed breaking through and that you need to have on your radar right now. So, Carlene, you and I talk about this all the time. There's just so many products. Like, Mm -hmm. you and I get overwhelmed, and I can only imagine, like, the regular woman out there going up and down the aisles of Target or Ulta, and they're just going, what do, where do I even start, you know? And, you know, there's just been more and more and more launches, especially in the last decade or so. Well, and especially with direct-to-consumer brands, you know, you Mm -hmm. don't even need a retailer. All you need is a Shopify account and a warehouse and Mm -hmm. away you go. So don't worry, though. We're going to help you separate the greats from the gimmicks. That's part of what we do here is help you edit your top shelf. And today we're really going to be focusing on the icons in the making. We know that you guys love skincare. There's been a deluge of skincare launches and no signs of slowing down. I just read this thing that I thought might be interesting for our listeners. I was reading it in Women's Wear Daily, which is like an industry news publication. And they had a quote from Larissa Jensen, who is the VP of MPD Group. They kind of are like a trend watching agency. Mm -hmm. And she was quoted as saying that skincare started to grow to the point where it captured almost half of the volume of total industry sales referring to the U.S. market. And that's definitely unprecedented. Yeah. And I mean, I think we talked about this in the past, but I feel like the skincare effect is the new lipstick effect. You know, people now, if they're going to spend money, even if we are in a recession, even if we are in a pandemic, it's on skincare. You know, it's skincare, self-care. The lines are all getting blurred now. And I think Mm -hmm. just with the innovations and all these like in-office inspired treatments you can do at home, you can get such great results and not even have to wear a lot of makeup. So I yeah. think it's it's true. You know, skincare is really driving this growth in the industry. And on that note, we're going to highlight a few of the skincare brands that 
we feel are standouts, even in a thick crowd, including a new K-Beauty brand with an affordable vitamin C serum. I think you guys are really going to love. Yeah. And a new line for adult acne. I know we get a lot of questions about that. And even though we're not doing a full beat face of makeup every single day right now, there are definitely still cosmetics brands that are launching that are up and comers that we think you guys will want to know about. And they definitely deserve to have some of the spotlight. So we'll be talking about them as well. And we're also going to be talking about some black owned beauty brands that we've discovered that we think you guys will love and a first to market powder shampoo innovation that I think a lot of you will be wanting in your shower and it's zero waste. As always, you can find the info on all of the products and brands that we discussed today on our blog, breakingbeautypodcast.com slash blog. Here it is, the damn good indie brands to get on your radar stat. Hi, I'm Dr. Deepika Chopra. My passion, calling, and job is really all about blending together holistic practices with real evidence-based science to help people around the world cultivate more optimism, success, and resiliency. You won't want to miss this new podcast as you'll get to hear from elite athletes, recording artists, couples, and maybe even my toddler. So if you're into arming yourself with some new practical happiness tools, join me on Mondays for your morning optimism dose. Oh, and don't forget, things are looking up. Okay, Carlene. So what's up first? We, we got to lead with skincare, right? I want to start out by talking about a new K-Beauty skincare line that I think everyone is going to just want to jump on right away. This is the first ever skincare range developed by Soko Glam Labs. It's called Good Skin Days and the skin has brackets around it. Right. It's a four-piece range. There's a cleanser, a moisturizer, and a vitamin C serum. Three of those launched at the end of June, but the toner is actually going to drop later this summer. Cool. And so this is Soko Glam. That's owned by Charlotte Cho, right? That's right. So, you know, that's a preeminent online K-beauty retailer founded and curated by Charlotte Cho. She lived in Korea and is herself a trained esthetician now. I actually found this a little bit confusing. I don't know if you did, Jill, but because they do say it's the first range developed by Soko Glam Labs, but we know that Charlotte launched Then I Met You in 2018, right? Right. That's that line that has like the calming blue packaging, these like sensorial textures, just about slowing down and enjoying the ritual. That's right. And so I was a little confused by that, but I guess Soko Glam Labs is... So I'm guessing there's probably going to be more brands launching out of this. This is the first one out of the labs, Good Skin Days. And of course, so Charlotte would still be behind it and it would be right. all of her brain power. But really, I think what sets it apart from Then I Met You is its price point. Right. Um, everything is under $26. So each product comes in at about half the price of Then I Met You. So that's a big difference. However, it is also considered clean and cruelty-free and made in Korea. So if people are to buy one thing, what would you say is the thing to buy? Definitely going to be the vitamin C serum. I think this is going to be the bestseller. The reason why there's a bit of a backstory behind it. First of all, I'll give you the name of it. It's the Good Skin Days Seize the Day Serum. The C is like the letter C. Mm -hmm. A bit of a play on words there. It's $26 US. And back in 2017, Charlotte actually collaborated with Costs RX. 
So I'm sure you know of that brand. And she collaborated with them to create the COSRX Triple C Lightning Serum. So that's a lightweight fluid, 20.5% vitamin C. Of course, it just like any vitamin C serum, it helps to lift sunspots, acne scars, and just generally correct hyperpigmentation. Mm-hmm. And when she launched that, I think it just became a huge success, right? It was right. like flying off the shelves. However, they did receive feedback from the Soko Glam community that it had a tendency to oxidize when it wasn't refrigerated. Oh. We've heard this about a lot of vitamin C, popular vitamin C serums, right? Yeah. So that's a fail. Yeah. So they actually, what they started doing was recommending to customers to keep the COSRX Triple C serum in the fridge and in fact, Mm -hmm. keep it inside the box that it came in to prevent any light from getting into it. So she listened to all that feedback and created this new serum, the good, you know, the Seize the Day serum. And it's said to have the same efficacy as the COSRX, but it doesn't have the problem of oxidation. So it's in, I'll show you the package here or at this bottle. It's in a white opaque bottle. And so, yeah, you just keep it in a cool place. Doesn't have to be in the fridge. So did they do the exact same formulation or is there a different level of vitamin C or what's the main difference? Charlotte is now saying that this new serum is even more effective than the COSRX serum. However, it only has 10% pure vitamin C. Whereas, like I said, the COSRX has 20.5. So again, I think this is that idea that you can't just look at the percentage of the active ingredient. There are more factors that are at play. Right. So what she did was she actually made it more into like a cocktail formula where this serum includes licorice root extract that helps brighten and niacinamide, which is vitamin B3. And we know that has a dramatic effect on dullness and even like texture and pores. Mm -hmm. So with all those things together, she's saying this one is actually a better performer overall. So just knowing how popular the COSRX vitamin C serum is, Mm -hmm. I think this one is going to be a hot, hot seller for that price point. So smart. I think that's just part of that larger trend now where, I mean, it obviously started with the ordinary where it was like rock bottom prices, you know, like mm-hmm. $9 serums with active ingredients. And now you are seeing more of these brands that are sort of really nailing that 25 to $30 price point. So this is a good example of the Good Skin Days, also May Love, mm-hmm. where we know that their their Glow Maker Serum is a great dupe for a SkinCeutical CE Ferulic. And I yeah. think that one's $27. Everything in $27.95. Her, yeah. And every, I think yeah. that's Everything in that range is under $30 as well. Yeah. I think that the fact that this one's $26 and the May Love is $27.95 <laughs> is probably not that much of a coincidence because we know mm-hmm. May Love is just selling out constantly. Yeah. And I think really it comes down to a lot of it is catering to Gen Z because yeah. that is a generation that's just coming up. They are so much more skin savvy than we were when we were that age. Mm -hmm. And I think they're interested in having something that is more unique and more effective and has a story behind it than, say, like the Neutrogena and the Olay that we grew up on. Right. You know what I mean? Just more options for sure. And Mm -hmm. I like that, you know, the brands like this are stepping in and kind of raising the bar. and, And this will probably force those bigger players to be even more savvy with their price points and their formulations because they have to compete. 
Yeah, well, I think their answer to that was just uh, acquire these brands. You know, the big companies, they're just like, if you, you know, you can't beat them, buy them. Yeah. You were telling me the other day that uh, there's like a meme box or something that that focuses on incubating these types of... Yeah. Yeah. So it's like M-E-M-E box, of course, memes. Uh And they have a number of different brands, K-beauty brands. There's one called Kaja Beauty, which is at Sephora, K-A-J-A. They also have Pony Effect, which is a really cool makeup brand that focuses on K-beauty textures, like powdered lipsticks that are just like Mm -hmm. so gorgeous and all really affordable, but stuff that you would just want to like put on your Instagram immediately. And I think we're going to see more and more of that happening because it sounds like Charlotte's got a bit of an incubator thing going on there too. With it sounds, Glam Labs and it, it sounds like it. I mean, they haven't so much as said that, but just based yeah. on that name, you can tell yes. what's coming. And I kind of think it's like the movement that we saw in fragrance where everybody back in the day was wearing like the same five popular fragrances. And then you saw this, you know, surge of indie label fragrances because young people didn't want to all smell the same anymore. You know, they mm-hmm. wanted something special. They wanted something yeah. unique, something that, that felt you can't customized. Get. And I think that, again, that's what's happening with these DTC brands. And that's Mm -hmm. where a lot of the growth is in beauty right now. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, Jill, I know that there's one Gen Z brand in particular that's caught your eye and got on your radar. Tell us about that one. So the brand is called In Beauty Project, and mm-hmm. it's a clean skincare line for the next generation of individuals, they say. So it's very inclusive. It's it's really meant to be like gender free. It's for everyone. It's 100% vegan, cruelty free, women owned and sold at Credo. This launched in the fall of 2019. And basically this line is the line that if you go on TikTok, this is what you will see a lot of users promoting and blowing up. And it's just so fun. As you can see, it's got like neon caps and bright colors on the label. And the fonts are really modern and and sophisticated. And you would just want to put this, you could see a TikTok tutorial being done. Oh, 100%. So it's all neon. And it's like a neon green lid and a fuchsia label. Label. You don't don't usually see that in skincare for sure. It's fun. Yeah, definitely not. And I'm kind of like, it's refreshing after years Mm -hmm. of millennial pink. This is where, and and this is where we had to go back to, I think, or, you know, very 80s kind of inspired, Mm -hmm. I think. So this got on our radar when we were in New York pre-COVID, we were sitting around Katie Storino's kitchen table doing Mm -hmm. an interview with the founder of Mega Babe. And she happened to have one of these and she actually gave it to me. And she was like, this is supposed to be a dupe for P50. And the product that I'm holding is called the Down to Tone. So it's their toner and it's $26. So on their website, they go so far as to say, we don't like to brag, but this toner beat the cult favorite P50 in a blind side-by-side test. Plus, it's a third of the price. So, but how does that work? Like, (laughs) how is it a blind test? I mean, you need to take, you know, several days to see any results. So, did they, you know, is it just like they poured it in their hand? They were like, yeah, it feels the same. It's not like Coke and Pepsi blind tests, right? I think it's just based on first impressions, Carly. I I, I highly doubt it. There's no clinical, the word clinical is not in here. Right. But they are going so far as to name a name. Okay, well, that's bold. Yeah, it really is. So it's got one of these like pumps on the top that um, you would like uh, 
put your press. cotton pad on the top, press it down, and it would sort of like saturate the cotton mm-hmm. pad. So mm-hmm. it's good because there's no um, bacteria or anything that's going to get in there. The integrity of the product is protected. So in the actual ingredient list, we've got six acids in there. There's phytic acid, malic acid, gluconolatone. I'm probably butchering that. Lactic acid, salicylic acid, and citric acid. And they all work together to kind of improve the tone and the texture of the skin. Mm-hmm. There's also niacinamide, which we know is really important for the moisture barrier, keeping skin healthy and supple. There's also something they call bilberry extract, which I'd never heard of before. And that's a source mm-hmm. of fruit enzymes and vitamin C that help to brighten the look of skin and luminosity. So this is going to help with like hyperpigmentation, red, redness, blotchiness, evening the tone. Is it a P50 dupe? I wouldn't go that far, guys. I wouldn't, but I would say it's pretty comparable to the results that you would get from like a Pixie Glow Tonic. Well, I know with P50 and, you know, we did an entire episode with Philippe Alouche back in the day. Mm-hmm. And I think part of the magic of that product is that it's not just to strip your face, dry you out. Yes. Acid toner. It moisturizes at the same time. So I didn't hear any moisturizing ingredients in here, but mm-hmm. anyway, definitely well, nice worth cinemite. a shot. Niacinamide yeah. is. So, but yeah, I think you would say for sure P50 is not a vegan brand. They don't claim to be. So if you mm-hmm. are somebody that's looking for vegan, cruelty-free and a good toner, this is one to try. Well, definitely one for generation TikTok. Totally. And I know the next one we're going to talk about is more for women over 30. And I have to say, I'm equally happy to see this group getting some love as well. Finally. Yes. Yeah, I with mean, something like, modern me, and new. Let me get my cane out over here so I can talk <laughs> about this one. So the name of this line is called Bomb Labs. It launched in March 2020. And it's a homegrown hit. It's from right here in Toronto. And they've been getting tons of buzz. They were written up on Vogue.com actually twice already and mm-hmm. the Zoe report as well. And so this is really targeted to women over 30 who have adult acne. And what's interesting about it probably right off the hop is that it's not founded by a dermatologist, but it is formulated with a dermatologist. And her name is uh, Dr. Robin Shafran. So now tell me why that is of interest, because I know there are frankly a lot of skincare brands that are formulated by dermatologists these days. Yeah. For what stood out for me is her selection of ingredients. And this really is meant to target sort of hormonal acne, cystic breakouts along the jawline, which I do tend to get, especially now when I'm wearing a mask. Basically, when I look at the back of these products and when I'm searching out for ingredients, I'm looking to see what they're using as the active ingredient. And these don't have any of the usual players. So right away, that struck me as like, well, that's weird. Are they going to be able to deliver on these promises? Like they have a 30-day money-back guarantee. And so I think she was able to look at what's on the market, see all the clients and, and patients that are coming in and saying, everything out there that's for acne is way too drying. And so I think she was looking at treating the skin, getting rid of the breakouts, but also calming the redness, getting rid of any ingredients that are just too harsh for adults' skin. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, because your skin does change. I mean, I know for myself when I was in my teens and all through my 20s, I had like whiteheads in my T-zone. That was a constant Mm -hmm. battle for me. 
And then as I got into my 30s, my skin just kept getting drier and drier. And, you know, knock on wood, I don't have acne anymore. But there was that transition period where it was like, I couldn't be using the same products that I was using when I was 20 and not, you know, I'd be drying out my skin and not addressing aging issues that were happening at the same time. Right. She also formulated it with uh, CBD as well, which is meant to have like a calming effect Mm -hmm. in the skin. There's three products in the range. It's highly curated. There's the Clear Balm Gentle Foam Cleanser, $34. The Clear Balm Power Elixir, $58. And the Clear Balm Serum Hydrator, $85. Okay. So which one did you like? If there was one to kind of try to get into this brand, what would it be? So I really liked what they call step two, which is the Clear Balm Power Elixir. And they kind of describe this as a gentle, pore refining liquid exfoliant. Okay. And so I'm going to show you the bottle here. It's in like a pump. When I pump it out, a little goes a long way. It comes out as like a clear liquid. Mm -hmm. One pump, one to two pump will sort of do the whole entire face. And what I really liked about this, this has Bixa Oralana seed extract. And this is an antioxidant that's been shown to have like a purifying effect on the skin and be like pore refining. It also has hyaluronic acid, which we know is powerful hydrator. And it has what they're calling a full spectrum hemp derived CBD, 300 Mm -hmm. milligrams. And they say in early research, this non-intoxicating extract has been shown to have anti-inflammatory and antioxidant properties. And then it also has natural AHAs. So it's got sugar cane, sugar maple, bilberry. Hell, that's so funny. Bilberry was in that other product. It's citrus fruit extracts and it all works to gently exfoliate and refine the pores and fine lines. So I found this was really good on my jawline because normally if I get those big angry zits, like Mm -hmm. hormonal cystic acne, they're just red and inflamed. And so I felt like these kind of calmed them down, definitely reduced them. But I also wasn't like dry and flaky like I would be with like a benzoyl peroxide Mm -hmm. or some other harsher ingredients. So I think that this is definitely... um, something that I'll be adding to my routine. Well, I think it's interesting that there is a dermatologist sort of yes. putting her name next to any formulation that includes CBD as an ingredient because I know, you know, you and I have just, our inbox has been flooded over the last two years with CBD skincare. And frankly, we're just like delete because over it. it's impossible to figure out what is a gimmick and what is real, has any real merit to it. And I was always right. like, when there's a dermatologist, involved in a brand, I'll start paying attention. So yeah, interesting. I'd be curious to hear what the latest studies are when it comes to CBD. I know a Mm -hmm. few years ago, we just weren't there yet because it wasn't legal. They couldn't do the test, uh, the clinical studies. So I'm curious to see where we're at now in terms of just like proving anti-inflammatory properties and and all that good stuff. So anyway, yeah. yeah and as someone and as someone who just as a final note on that, as someone who suffers from breakouts and acne, like I still get them, I definitely was hesitant to try this line just because I have those tried and true ingredients that I always look for on the label. Mm-hmm. And when I didn't see them, I was like, is this gonna work? Is it gonna right. do anything? And I do have to say it did. I haven't been using it long enough to see if it like fully faded, like little marks that I've had and stuff. I know they have a lot of before and afters on their site yeah. too, right? So that's, I mean, that's pretty compelling. Oh my God. 
Next up is hair. And we want to kick it off with a really big innovation in hair care. Uh, first to market uh, invention, if you will. And this is by a brand called Oa Hair Care. It's a clean, sustainable hair care brand launched in June of last year. And what's really cool is that it's all about waterless shampoo. And I don't mean dry shampoos. I mean water activated So that really helps to reduce waste of all kinds, like water waste and also packaging because it's very concentrated. Um, I know we talked about a lot of this in episode 102. If anyone wants to have a listen, this whole idea of waterless beauty, we talked to Suzanne Lang. We are the founder of Bite Beauty and her second act is all about waterless beauty. And I think for this particular shampoo, just to give you an idea... I'm holding it in my hand. It's in this recycled plastic container. It's powder blue. It's very Mm -hmm. cool and modern. It's about the size of a toilet paper roll. So the powder or dust that is in here is equivalent to four full-size bottles of liquid shampoo. That's how how many uses you're going to get out of this. Great. So that's amazing when you start thinking about like long distance transport when big companies are transporting bottles and the ecological footprint associated with that. So this is really to me about like future of beauty stuff, you know, where we're going. And so the product that I tried, it's called the Moondust Collection Hair Wash. They to date only have just this one product, the shampoo. It's $29.00. And by clean, I mean it's free of sulfates, parabens, silicones, phthalates, synthetic color, and synthetic fragrance. Great. So so how was it to actually use it? Were you like, did you have high hopes or what? Okay. So I will admit I found it a little bit daunting because I w- mm-hmm. obviously there's a learning curve, right? It's like I've never used anything like this other than the cleansers. I've, you know, I've used the water activated cleansers, which mm-hmm. I really like, by the way. And so I just didn't know if it was going to make a mess. And I'm excited about the idea of waterless shampoo. But at the same time, if I'm being honest, my expectations were like I would probably have to compromise something. Do you know what I mean? It's like when you shop for organic groceries in the grocery store, it's like, you know, there's no pesticides and it's healthier, but like you might find a brown bit here or there, or the apple's not going to be as shiny, you know, whatever. So I would say the biggest surprise was that I loved the results. So just before I get into that, I'll tell you about how you use it. So the directions tell you pretty explicitly, you're just going to wet your hands, pour from the bottle in a zigzag motion on one palm, and then you just rub your hands together and that's going to activate the lather. Now the lather is a creamy lather. You are getting some bubbles, but it's not like full on tons of foam. It was enough of a lather, though, that I felt satisfied. I find with some sulfate-free shampoos, like if you get no lather, I just feel like it's not doing anything. I'm just old school that way, you know? Yeah. But I did notice it was just really creamy. It almost Mm -hmm. felt like if you were to mix your shampoo and conditioner together, it was that kind of a texture. And so I washed my hair, rinsed it as usual. So I was like, oh, that was surprisingly easy. And by the way, I should mention, because I did say it's sulfate-free, what's giving you that lather is, again, and we t- we've talked about this in skincare products before, it's the cocamid propyl betaine. I'm sure I'm saying that wrong. That's so um, sh- Yeah, that's the same uh, lathering agent they use in that drunk elephant clean shampoo as well. So it's interesting that this is a powdered version of it. 
Right. So it's coconut derived. And Mm -hmm. I think we are seeing this in some of the, again, the water activated cleansers. Mm -hmm. And then it also has in it rice protein that we also see in those cleansers. So that's really rich in amino acids and that's Mm going to give your hair more shine. And then I thought it was interesting that it also had aloe vera. So like a powdered version of aloe vera. We know that's such a hot ingredient right now. So that's meant to help with hydration, of course. And so I would say the best part out of all of this was after I blow dried my hair. I just used my regular conditioner because they don't have one yet. Cool. And so I would say the best part of this whole experience was after I blow dried my hair. Actually, as I was blow drying it, because I could immediately feel it just felt lighter. It felt kind of bouncier. It felt like it had almost more elasticity. Like if I... You know, I always, I'm a fool for my dry bar, round brush, blow dryer Mm -hmm. combo. I forgot what it's called now, but I use that every day now. And I just felt like when I curled it under at the ends, it just stayed. It felt bouncier. So I just loved the results. And I was surprised that I was going to love the results as much as I did. Gold star. Yeah. O-W-A. That's so cool. That's right. right. That's right. And so just the last thing I'm going to add, hot tip, since they launched a year ago, They're coming out with their first extensions in the line this September. Um, I was surprised because I was expecting a conditioner, but they're coming out with a hair mask. Okay. So that's going to have red clay and marine algae in it, as well as a scalp scrub that'll have pink sea salt. And of course, these will also be water activated. So, so cool, right? Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And the topic of sort of these indie hair brands, I noticed that Sephora US is doing an activation that they're calling the next big thing. Mm -hmm. And right now they just launched Fable and Mane. And it's an Ayurvedic hair care line that just launched this year with Mm -hmm. four products. There's a hair mask, shampoo, conditioner, and their hero product, which is their treatment oil. And it's actually founded by two siblings, Akash Mehta and Nikita Mehta. So it's a brother and a sister. And these two, their bios, like, I think they're 26 and 28 and they're already like TED Talks on on board of directors and stuff. It's like these like very impressive duo. And so they have this really beautifully branded line. If you guys might see that in Sephora stores. Another one that I want to shine a light on is called Up North Naturals. And this is a line for curly girls. It's uh, founded by a black female entrepreneur, Lisa Kaiser. And it's actually another homegrown hit founded right here in Toronto. The prices range from like 14 to 16 US dollars to like and in Canada, they're like $19. And the whole idea with this product range is that the formulations are all clean. Lisa founded this brand in 2015. So a couple of years ago now, but her whole MO, Carlene, when she started it was really interesting to me. She wanted it to get approved by the strictest health food stores. Hmm. So these products are really great. They have incredible performance and they're also all natural to the point where just in January of this year, Target called them out of the blue and said that their Instagram feed got their attention. And now these products up North Naturals can now be found in Target stores. So and on target.com. Yeah. Hmm. So um, I asked Lisa what their number one bestseller is because I don't have curly hair, so I can't necessarily review them. But she said the Curl Ease Lotion and the Freshen Up Hair Mist are sort of neck and neck for top sellers at Target right now. Okay. Hot tip. Product right here. This is the Freshen Up Hair Mist. And the number one ingredient in this is rose water. And then it also has aloe. 
Oh, yeah. Hot ingredient. Yeah. And it has grapeseed extract and tea tree. And so I think it's really refreshing to see a brand like this kind of get a larger footprint. And to Lisa's point, you know, she said she had a lot of clientele who were interested in the all natural thing because they started to sort of see reactions and things from ingredients and products. And not that long ago, we were seeing lawsuits surfacing from a very popular curly hair brand, right? Where people were saying their hair was falling out. So I think the time is right for this brand to really rise to the occasion. Mm -hmm. I think one thing you were saying earlier before we started recording is that you really wanted to focus on this brand because maybe it wasn't getting the love that it needed because the packaging, like it's not as chic and, you know, modern. And I think we do see with a lot of these new brands coming out, these direct to consumer ones, a lot of times the branding is there. It's like, it looks so cool. It's got these like really current fonts and the right photography, but What I respect about this line is that the obviously the founder would have been putting the formulas first. Yes. And not necessarily just focusing on all of the marketing and still Target came calling. I think that says a lot. Yeah, absolutely. So I can see this brand getting a little bit of a like refresher on the outside, like a little mini Mm -hmm. makeover just for for the packaging. But I, I love what they're doing and I really um, want to make sure that people know about them. Yeah. And you know what? It's also a wake up call for maybe Sephora could do the next big thing here in Canada and put them on the shelf or Shoppers Drug Mart really needs yeah. to be carrying lines like this front and center. It's not just about come through drugstores. Absolutely. Because, you know, women with curly hair and black women, like they want the convenience of getting the products they need at their drugstore too. Like I just find it archaic that that that's not already a thing, that they can't just go to the hair care aisle and get what they need. So I'm really excited to see what this brand does next. And I'd love to hear from you guys if you have tried it. And so on that note, I want to kind of shine a light on a couple of brands in the arena of hair tools that are kind of killing it and doing like luxury with a purpose. I know we did a hair tools episode back in the spring, really focused on hot tools. So I'm going to be talking about brushes and combs right now. And one brand that I really want to highlight is called Afra. It's A-F-R-A. Afra is a black owned hair jewelry line that includes hair picks as well as bands and beads to wear with locks. It was founded by Guyanese celebrity hairstylist and Barbara Nigella Miller in November of last year. And she was really getting quite a bit of press at that time. She worked backstage at New York Fashion Week for the spring 2020 collections at Pierre Moss. And, you know, so she was doing natural hair and locks and braids and wigs. And I think it was really representative of a shift we're starting to see in fashion. Traditionally backstage, it would be a white lead hairstylist who wasn't always necessarily skilled to do black hair, frankly. And I think what we've started to see is even the lead hairstylist calling on black hairstylists to come in and do what they do best on black hair. Um, We also need to see more- About time. Yeah. And we need to see more lead black hairstylists. Mm-hmm. But I think just that shift and we saw it at Gucci as well as bringing in people who actually know what they're doing and giving them the proper due credit. 
Mm-hmm. And that's what was happening here with Nigella. And she actually said on Instagram after the show, I don't know if you guys can imagine what it's like wanting to show the industry what black hair is supposed to look like as opposed to being overlooked. Yesterday, I was able to express that on so many levels. And I just think that whole idea of having one hair look on every model, regardless of hair texture, right? We c- it's just so plain to see now that that is not going to work and it's not going to bring out the beauty in the individual. So once we get back to live fashion shows, I think this is a movement for the better. And so as all of this was going on, Nigella was getting ready to launch Afra. By the way, she's also the owner of Nigella's hair studio in Brooklyn. Cool. She worked on Afra for four years before launching the collection. Basically, it's quite curated, but it's these beautiful hair cuffs that you wear on locks like gold jewelry and also picks and what she's really bringing is an artisanal quality to cultural artifacts that are Mm -hmm. associated with black hair and so when you see them on her site they are completely beautiful they're sculptural and gold I'm looking at them right now Carlene are these gold or what is it Yeah. So it is gold. And in fact, you can order them with different carats, like 18 carat or 14 carat. You can order rose gold, regular gold. You can actually even have them engraved, like whether it's a piece of jewelry for your locks or the pick. I think that's so cool. And when she launched the picks originally, they really were meant to be sculpture. It was, I think the original one was $900. Oh, wow. And yeah, so it was really about just like elevating and celebrating her own Black culture. And then, of course, what happened on Instagram, everybody started saying, can we get a usable pick right. like that, right? So I think it was June, just June of this year, this summer, she launched the usable gold pick. So those are around $300. And the pictures on her site are gorgeous. It's like stuck into an afro. So it looks like jewelry, but you can also use them functionally as well. So it's really cool. Excellent. Well, I'm glad to know about her. I mean, I've read about her, but I was never able to like find her on Instagram. So now I'm just like, consuming all of her content while you're talking. It's so great. Yeah. So she's at Hair by Nigella, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. And so we will link to that on our blog and in our show notes. And the last thing I want to say just before we move on is she posted on Instagram um, not that long ago this picture because everything's been gold so far and they were pics. There was a black one, a red one and a green one. And so right away, everyone was like, when are you selling these? So I DM'd her and they're coming in August. Great. So again, these are more usable picks that you can buy that are absolutely stunning and so cool. And I wouldn't be surprised if she is a hairstylist after all, let's remember. So I wouldn't be surprised if her community keeps pushing her on to keep launching more mm-hmm. beautiful, functional things. Who knows where it'll go? So I think it's one yeah, to watch. And, and this is definitely a niche where we haven't seen anybody really go into this type of hair tool and elevating it to this level. Like this is the stuff you would see like back in the day, if you were doing a shoot and this was on set, you would just immediately want to get it in the shot because it's so amazing. 100% magazine cover worthy. So gorgeous. So speaking of elevating hair tools, I want to talk for a minute about crown affair. Great name. 
I know, right? So Crown Affair is another artisanal line of brushes and combs created by Diana Cohen, who comes from Into the Gloss and Away, and she was also listed in Forbes 30 Under 30. She launched the line in January of this year with a microfiber towel. Now there are combs and brushes and even a hair oil. Again, it's direct to consumer and everything is just so top shelf worthy, like beautiful packaging. The combs are tortoise shell. Mm -hmm. The brush is like a really lightweight black beech wood. They were kind enough to send me an entire set of their products. And it comes in like this beautiful uh, mint green box. And each individual brush and comb had its own dust bag. Right. (laughs) Like designer shoes or designer purse. Think about it. When you travel and you throw a brush into your suitcase, do you really want it next to your sneaker? I mean, right. and there's only so much room in your in your makeup bag, right? Anyway, so the one I'm just going to talk about, that's the hero, I would say. It's called The Brush Number 001. So I'm sure there will be more to come. Mm-hmm. This brush is $62. It's handmade in Italy, and it works with all hair textures. This brush has been compared to the Mason Pearson. Right. And I mean, you know, Jill, from us interviewing hairstylists backstage and on set for ages, every hairstylist had a Mason Pearson in their kit, right? Oh, my God. I have every size of it. I think (laughs) I love it so much. Yeah. So really, there was no competition for the Mason Pearson. It was just like Mm -hmm. that was it. And so like the Mason Pearson, this brush is a mix of boar bristles, and those are said to distribute hair's natural oils. So when you brush downwards from the root, it's taking your hair's natural oils and spreading them down the shaft. Mm -hmm. So you're getting natural moisture at the end of your hair. And then it also is a mix with nylon bristles that are a little bit longer, and those are designed to stimulate the scalp as you brush, right? Because it's so important to stimulate hair follicles. So that's why everybody loved the Mason Pearson. And so she's come out with this one that is really lightweight, I would say. I think hairstylists would love that. And it's you know, like I said, it's $62 versus the Mason Pearson, $250. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So they're both investment pieces, but I think relative to the Mason Pearson, it is, it's a good price, right? Yeah. And so in like the Mason Pearson, this is not, is this meant to be used with hot tools or no? No. So the Mason Pearson also, you wouldn't use it when you're blow drying your hair. This is a finishing brush or a grooming brush. So it's designed to smooth and, you know, to get those flyaways down. That's why they would always use it on set um, in the middle of takes to to get those flyaways down and just really smooth and add shine. Right. Um, And and, you know, it's it's the kind of brand and I appreciate a brand like this. And I think I would say the same for Afra. It's the kind of thing you buy once. These products are built to last. And I don't mind spending money when that's the case. I think it's far less wasteful. It makes me feel good about buying luxury items, frankly. Right, right. Awesome. So your vanity right now is popping. Oh, well, yes. (laughs) That's a topic for another day. But I did revamp my vanity. It was looking so good. I, I bought a new mirror. It's like marble. I was all getting ready for my Instagram, then getting ready for these damn goods episodes. It just gets yeah. all cluttered with stuff I'm testing again. It's yeah. hilarious. That's cool. Anyway, but what a great gift, though. I have to yeah. say, Jill. My last thing about that is, you know how many people I've bought a brush 
for their birthday or Christmas because mm-hmm. they're using a 20 year old brush with like the things snapped off. They're so yeah. gnarly and minging. And so yeah. what a what a beautiful gift. Yeah. The tortoiseshell combs are pretty spectacular. Oh, they are stunning. So we're moving on now to makeup, right? So the one we're going to close out on is called Citizen Cosmetics. It's spelled C-T-Z-N. And this launched in May of last year. It's co-founded by Los Angeles-born, Dubai-raised, ethnically Pakistani sisters, Alina, Aliza, and Nasia Khan, whom we met in January when they mm-hmm. popped into your office, Jill. And so they started this line because they felt like looking at mainstream cosmetic campaigns and media, they didn't see anyone who looked like them. You know, they didn't feel they were reflected in any of all of this messaging and the product offering that was out there. I should also mention Nessia is a makeup artist. So, you know, they do have that credibility. It's one thing to have a great idea, but you've got to have products that perform as well, right? So the first product that they came out with is what's called the Nudiversal Collection. These are double-ended lip products that have a matte lipstick on one end and a translucent lip gloss on the other. They're $35 each. And Jill, I don't know if you remember, but what really struck me from when we met with them and they were getting out all the products, they took out this box Mm -hmm. and I think it was Lucite or it had a Lucite lid. And it was 25, it held all 25 shades of the nude lipsticks. And Mm -hmm. I just felt that was so powerful, Mm -hmm. you know, because we've had these conversations about foundation and the need for more shades. And we've seen 35, 45, 50 shades now, but it's been a bit slower on the uptake with quote unquote nude lipsticks. And of course, that is a politicized term. Right. You know, nude really for a long time was. Caucasian driven. And, you know, people have started questioning, well, what is nude? Hello, we need band-aids that are, you know, darker in tone and lighter in tone and makeup and, you know, undergarments and, you know, these products that suit every skin tone. And so I think just seeing like 25 of them, you feel Mm -hmm. like, okay, you're bound to find the right one for you in that box. Yeah, absolutely. And that was just so nice to see. Yeah, and I love that, you know, it's really popping off. You know, they just celebrated their one year as a brand and like they've already had like Lily Aldridge wearing it and like Demi Lovato and so many. uh, Lizzo. They won won an Allure Best in Beauty Award for this, for Best Nude Lipstick for Dark Skin Tones. So Mm -hmm. they're already well on their way. Yeah, and I found using the product, you know, very creamy, and long yes. lasting. I think yeah, that's really is. important. And then I love the dual functionality of it. The fact that you can just t- turn it around, put a lip gloss on top. If you want to have another look, you can mm-hmm. without having to buy another product. Right. I love that kind of functionality. And, you know, being a new generation beauty brand, of course, all the formulas are cruelty free. And they're also working toward eventually certifying their products as kosher and halal as well. That's great. So, 
you know, a lot of these up and coming brands, they're thinking global off the hop. And I think that's just so smart and so important. And the best part about this brand, Carlene, which really impressed us, I think, is like because they're not necessarily in a retailer, sometimes you're like, ooh, buying nude on the internet. Like, am I going to get the right match? But they have that that quiz online, right? That you can easily determine what shade you would be. Yeah. So you go on and there's like, I think 12 different faces or so. And so you just click on the one that looks most like your skin tone and then it'll give you a few suggestions. So you try to make it as smooth as possible for, you know, trying to decode your best nude online. I think that's really smart. So all I can say is get it, girls. Keep going. So good. Well, that's it for this week. Obviously, we couldn't cover every single indie brand out there, but we hope that we served up some inspiration for your next shopping trip. And we wanted to share the love with some of these new and up and coming brands. Drop us a line in our Facebook chat room to let us know about some indie brands that you might be loving that you've recently discovered or have launched in the last year. Put them on our radar. Love to hear it. Absolutely. Okay, that's it for this week. We'll see you next time. Take care. Thanks for listening. You can find details on every product mentioned in today's episode, along with our exclusive promo codes on our blog at breakingbeautypodcast.com. While you're there, be sure to sign up for our newsletter. Every episode will be delivered directly to your inbox so you won't miss a single thing. And get social with us. Let us know what you think of the episode. You can follow us on Instagram at breakingbeautypodcast. And did you know we also have a private Facebook group? Just search Breaking Beauty Podcast chat room. You can even leave us a voicemail at any time with questions or feedback at 1-844-227-0302. And don't forget to subscribe to us wherever you get your podcast fix. Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts, where you can show us some love by writing a review. See you next Wednesday.